Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wish I could click my fingers properly. Can't you? Oh, you're good at that. Listen to that. <laughs> Ow! Oh, I've just broken my finger. Oh, God, just Judith. I need a splint. Oh, it's one thing after another. I need to be taken to hospital. Oh, oh for just goodness let, sake. let me go to hospital and lie down. And oh. go. Mind you, you don't want that anymore. In the old days, I used to sort of fantasise about having a week in hospital just in clean white sheets. But, of course, you don't get clean white sheets anymore, do you? You get blood spattered, yeah. old limp crappy things I know what you mean though a sort of week away from everything absolutely you know a few magazines no, that's what you want you Wouldn't want. Be you dreadful. don't want to be going to China what have I done with my glasses they're on top of my head here we go <laughs> right um, so you haven't told us you young lady haven't told us about your French holiday Oh, no, I haven't. T- my, my second French holiday. Oh, it's disgusting, it's, it's, isn't it? It's, it's getting a bit embarrassing, isn't it? You took the girls. It, yeah, well, that's why we did it, really, because they, we were, you know, we were they offered an audience. <laughs> we were offered a holiday audience with them. So, you know, you jump at that, don't you? A whole week. You jump at that. Yes, a whole week with, with gorgeous sort of 20 and 30-somethings that, you know, kind of... Because they each took a friend. Yes, they did. They took a friend each. And so there were a lot of bikinis and a lot of very Did you gorgeous... fart in front of any of them? Not like you you did in front of Tristan. No, I didn't. You didn't? Oh. No, I didn't. I farted I d- at your house the other day. Yeah, I noticed that twice, for goodness sake. Couldn't help it. You need some of those things that you saw advertised at the back of that loo, don't you? The Shreddy's fart pants. You do, for goodness sake. We keep putting out a call for to Shreddy's, oh, don't we? I know. They, do you know they get a name Death check? ears. They get a name check most weeks don't they and yeah. have we heard from them uh, no just, we have not just making myself comfortable on your carpet i noticed i uh, noticed we were doing our secret yes. secret squirrel writing project that Can we I... think is rather good well i hope other people agree and i all your produce that you had yes you did yeah. you were very good and you were very and then you gave me a bunch of dahlias to take home i know it's very sweet and they survived, Judith. It was a long... Because they had to go... I did worry. Your your mic had to give me a lift mm. to the train station. Mm. Then I got the train to Marylebone. Then I got a tube from Marylebone to the Elephant and Castle. And then I got a, a bus. And the plucky little dahlias just kept their brave heads <laughs> bouncing up. I was impressed because they did look a bit kind of... They looked slightly exhausted yeah, by the time now. you got to the... Well, yeah. yeah, dead now. <laughs> so, um, a good French holiday. A good French holiday, very nice villa, lovely. Yeah, and the end of the summer, it was the last week of the summer. Yeah. And, you know, we went canoeing with the girls. In fact, they went paddleboarding and we went canoeing. And uh, we were literally the last customers of the season. Yeah. My That's God, that was a bit like that um, Cornish week that I had that was the weather was so perfect and I had an yeah. idyllic time yeah and it yeah. wasn't too hot it was just very lovely and uh you know just sort of autumnal colors and everything it was lovely to see them there was an argument of course there's always an argument isn't there there's what did, it was it your fault what did you say I think it was my oh, fault God. did you poke <laughs> your nose in <laughs> 
I was quite good. I didn't ask too many questions. I was quite, you know, I, I kind of pulled back on the kind of interrogation front quite well. well you're I not thought. allowed. You're only allowed when they give you because a ticket. Vouchers. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, vouchers weren't issued, but I, you know, they were kind of unspoken. It was a sort of unspoken voucher situation. Okay. I felt. Um, so yeah, I did a bit more, bit of a mic, you know, sort of held back. Didn't ask too many things. And there was some information that was forthcoming here and there, just little snippets. Um, but no, we were talking about about Sienna's move, and I think I, she does sometimes. I don't know whether you do this, but there was something that that, that Mike that Sienna said that made me feel excluded. And I think you know, like you don't need to come to London, Mum. You know, we don't need you. We're fine as we are. And then I went into that sort of ridiculous. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, that's okay then. Oh, so you don't need me then? Oh, so so I'm all right to do that, but you don't need me on removal day. Well, that's okay. No, that's fine. You know, she doesn't want you on removal day is that what she actually said well she did really yes i think do you know what i think because i am i can be well quite bossy yeah well do you know what i mean don't go yeah and the, and having made it having done the massive flounce quite a big sort of flounce you know as a result of this um a teary flounce uh, yeah oh a teary flounce a teary oh. shouty flounce i'm afraid yes in front of the friends <laughs> well they, no they weren't actually in the room but i'm sure they heard it um Funnily enough, I have now started to think, well, actually, do I need to go to London for the move? No, Maybe I should just go straight to the new house. Well, I don't think her. she wants you there no, either. She no, I don't think she does. No, you can't. When she says, she I don't want you involved in the move, mm, she, doesn't, she doesn't just mean don't come to London and poke your nose in there. She also means don't greet me at the new house. <laughs> Standing behind the garden gate as if it's yours. Picking Having chatted to the neighbours. Picking up the keys first. and, and Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not my move, is it? It's not your move. It's not, it's not my your, move. Not it's not your my move, house. Not it's not house. my move. It's not my house. <sighs> anyway, we kissed and made up. Did you threaten of. to... I, if I'd been you, then, Go on then I'd what? have followed through with the teary flouts. I'd have thrown oh. myself into the pool. <laughs> I, I'm drowning myself now. I've got stones in my pockets. <laughs> Do you think they'd have come out and rescued no, you? no. That'd have been one way That's of making danger, sure. That's the danger, isn't it? That's the danger. Yeah. If you do something like that, it's like going off and hiding and hiding and seek and nobody comes to find you. Six weeks later, still there, starving. Yeah, happened to me once. Um, so, yeah, were they bossy with you on the holiday, though, the daughters? They weren't too... Yeah, they, they're, they're more No, they'd have been they? better behaved because they had the, the friends. friends. Oh, that is so yeah. true. Yeah. That is so true. But, but there was a bit of a thing going on the holiday whereby we noticed that they were turning into me. And that is definitely starting to happen. You know, there was just little things like, you know, Sienna said, oh, yes, have you done any orange juice this morning? I like it. Fresh orange juice in the morning, you know. And that's something that I've been doing for years and she never did and she started doing. She started going swimming every day. It's just little things. Just little things are happening. They are slowly but surely turning into me. What's about is Phoebe turning into you? Um, well, she's... I love, I love, oh, I love the bones of her. I love her, I love her, I love her. I love her. But, um... Sometimes I'm frightened of her. <laughs> Are you? I know what well, you no, mean. Well, no, it's that sort of thing where you go, God, I love you so much, but you're quite bossy. It's that thing where I know that I don't know whether she, if she wants to come back and live with us now, I'd be very frightened. Because you wouldn't want to put a foot wrong. Well, it's that, that thing where I, I'm allowed to be more slobby when she's not looking. <laughs> it's that thing where she go, yeah, I don't seem to have gone to the gym this week. Is that or what she says? She might she say, say something she? like that. Or she, she might say, she might say, are you having another glass of wine? <laughs> and I would say, it's only my second. And she'd go, oh, big, big though. Second <laughs> glass of wine. So Isn't I think I'm interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just yeah, it's, yeah. More exacting, maybe. I don't know, but I, 
If I don't see it for a week, I feel very needy and very yeah, sort of. I know, I know. You desperate. know what? Yeah, and you don't want to put your foot in it. You don't want to get it wrong. You want it to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And I, I have noticed that when they go, there is a little bit of relief, isn't there? Where you just think, as you say, oh, I don't have to make sure they're all having a good time. Yeah, I can just be. Horrible. I can have a third large glass. Of yeah, wine. I can be bad tempered with Mike, and you know, put my dressing gown poor on, Mike, and poor I know. Mike. Puts up with a lot, very, doesn't he? Very, very good natured. Do you that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I've done a. What impresses me about you and Mike, and you may talk about this, but not at length, um, but the volunteering that you both do. And I've been doing some literary festivals recently for yeah, inheritance, yeah. and uh, they are the backbone of the literary festivals are volunteers. I oh, mean, yeah. they do go over and above the course of duty, sometimes to a ridiculous extent. But they are, you know, these things exist because of volunteers. Anyway, yeah. I was doing a literary festival. This is another farting thing, but worse. Um, so it's a literary festival in Budley, Budley Salterton. In Devon. Is in it Devon? Devon? Yeah, Very it's quite nice. a long way away in a church. Oh, yeah. And anyway, because it's not a theatre, it's not backstage lavatories. I'm, I'm using the loos that the audience are I'm using. Worried. I'm worried where this is well, going. I, well, I had a pre-show poo, didn't I? <laughs> I did, and there was only two cubicles, and as oh, I came dear. out, two women had come in. I thought, well, oh, God. <laughs> One of them started heading for the cubicle I'd just oh, vacated. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said I'd give it five. <laughs> and she gave me this look of absolute confusion. For starters, she, she kind of, she'd come to see me, yeah. and I'd come out, and I'd obviously just done a, a poo yeah. in the loo yeah. and she was well, going you're allowed in. oh i have to mm. it's a bodily function mm. uh i couldn't go i could have gone in the bush but i thought no use a lavatory like <laughs> a human being and anyway when i said give it five she didn't understand she thought i was giving her marks out of <laughs> ten for her outfit no i think she'd listen to the podcast oh, possibly no. judith how could, so I what did she say I, she went what what's what's wrong <laughs> And I said, no, no, I'm telling you not to go in that cubicle. Give it five minutes because it's a bit, a bit whiffy. You had to spell it out. I had to spell it out. Oh. I nearly had to say, listen, woman, I've just had a massive shit. <laughs> if I were you, I'd walk around the block for five yeah, and yeah, come yeah. back when this is fragrant again. Awkward. It was awkward, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> so how did you... So tell me about the volunteers. What were they like? Well, very nice. Well, they're, they're obviously very nice. Yeah. Well, they were just they were helping and all that. And you Ooh. do that. Well, I've got to your house. I thought, well, I hope she's not doing that for my pudding because I can't eat 16 meringue nests. <laughs> There's a big pile of oh, meringue nests. Huge. I know, I do this thing once a month where I do pudding for the Thursday club. There's about 25, mostly old ladies. I think there's an old butcher that's there actually amongst them who's a bit flirtatious. Yeah, yeah, but um, otherwise there's a lot of old ladies that sit on deck chairs all day and have a big lunch provided by the volunteers. Yeah, but when they say, say deck chairs, what do you mean? Have they got to be outside? Yeah, no, but they are literally deck chairs. But doesn't that say a lot? So when I get there delivering my pudding, because you know you have to get there at quarter past twelve with it all ready and everything, they're they're kind of re- they're, they're ready for their lunch, but they're all sitting on literally sort of deck chairs round. You know, is this they, a community centre? Yeah, it's a community centre. Yeah, we need to raise some funds to get some proper seats. Yeah, and it's just for old people getting out of deck chair. Well, very, that's very, very difficult. true. That's very true. But you know they're short of people. Um, you know they're short of customers, and 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 I suppose what there too many volunteers and not enough exactly. Old Always a load of volunteers that are pretending they aren't old. But anyway, um, but but it's kind of indicative, I think, of the fact that people are getting old in a different way, isn't it? Because in fact, I know there are two or three women in the village and a lovely old bloke who you know I'm sure would like a sort of day chatting to people and a nice lunch and afternoon tea. Well, why don't you? But invite they don't. Them? But no, they're invited and they're asked, but they they're too independent. And I think you see. Uh, 
Will we, in 10 years' time, 15 years' time, maybe 20 years' time, will we want to do that and accept it? Depends on the pudding. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. You and like-minded types. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. obviously, I'm totally antisocial and you won't get me out. I'll be like a winkle. You won't be able to get me out of my shell when I'm an older woman. Yeah, it's really, it's like a family. But they come round your house, Judith. That's oh, no, the only all, trouble. I know, people pop in. They pop in. Yeah, they do pop in. I don't like that particularly. Well, I know. I saw a strange yeah. woman come in. Come in yeah. We drive. Oh, I thought, who's she? <laughs> Does anyone drop on it? Drop in? No, on you? no. God in heaven! No. If they did, the I'd be under the yeah, bed. I know. Thomas, you don't know when they're going to go, do you? That's always a danger no. with surprise. No. Well, no. well done for you. Thank you you doing that? You're very, very good. Much. Yes. Very much. See, it's difficult for me though to do, you know, because like your husband does the Samaritans, and do you think I could be a Samaritan? Oh, it'd be terrible, yeah, Jenny. I know. I know. Don't even think about it. But we'd like we'd have I'd, yeah. I mean, if you could have your time all over again. What would you have done? A, would you have done a different job? Would you have done God, a no. sort of no? You'd have done the same thing, would you? Oh, so much so! I've had such joy out of my career, absolutely. I mean, um, last week, two weeks ago, when we had the scummy mummies in, and they were talking about going off to do a gig in Leatherhead, I had such a kind of pelvic kind of pull of desire of wanting to do a gig so badly just being so jealous of these two sort of vibrant women in their 40s with young children who are sort of gigging around the country and having an absolute ball and dressing up and going out for a curry afterwards and yeah I just thought oh god you are having a wonderful life yeah yeah Yeah, no I have absolutely not a an a moment of regret. But it's like that when you're on tour. I mean, your last show was fantastically successful. Yes, it was, but I'm not like doing that. it now and I have to write yeah, another will. one. I can't be bothered. It's you too will. hard. You Someone will. else should write it for me. Anyway, interestingly, you know, sometimes we get people who write in to us and say nice things. We haven't had any this week. No, we haven't. But some weeks ago, we got a, a recipe, an Asian slaw oh, recipe. Oh, I know. Which Daisy took t- down for us and sent me on, on a some form of messaging <laughs> service. I can't remember if it was a text whatever or email, that was. whatever it was. Whatever that was. I got them. Did uh, you try it? I did. What was it called? The something slaw? Asian slaw. Asian slaw. Oh, not go on. Go on. What was it? Well, it was Jeff's birthday. Oh, 71. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. look it. And I had the family over. I didn't do anything exciting, Judith. I did sausages and I did chicken. I did my sticky summer chicken thighs. Nice. Because we all know how they You're, feel. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I did some very good sausages. Lovely. Different flavours. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. And then I did just normal uh, boiled s- small potatoes. Oh, yeah. Little ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jersey potatoes. Nice. Yeah. And then I did a very big, I did a mountain of Asian slaw. So very good, very good. Yeah. And was it a help yourself? Did you? Did people sort of, you know, yeah. go well, along with the plate? Well, when and... my brother came, I kind of threw in the towel because he's a much better cook than me. I said, oh, God, Ben, thank God you're here, finish off. But my Asian slaw went down a treat. Did it? Yes, it did. Excellent. But you know me, I have no food processor. I had to do it all oh, with oh my, my own hands God, and arms. Oh, did you really? How many cabbages? Well, I did. Well, I bought three. And <gasps> three I'd... cabbages?! You didn't, well, I didn't know. you didn't chop them all up. Well, I did one, Judith. I did one large white cabbage. And by the end, because I, I don't wank anybody <laughs> off anymore. Do you understand what I mean? I have no strength Muscles left. have gone. Muscle gone. No, no. no. None in the wrist, none in the <laughs> arm. 
you know, it's once upon a time when I was wanking boys off. Yeah, I, I, can I just say that the movements that you're doing yeah, with your yeah. right hand oh, and are I had, quite troubling. I, I had a big arm. I had a big sort of muscly <laughs> wanking arm that's withered now. <laughs> so the coleslaw, I, oh God, I was exhausted it by it. It was hard work, wasn't it? Oh, hard it was really work. really hard work. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> oh. And grate the cabbage. Oh, God, I'm so bored now, so bored. And there was this, this mix, Asian mix to go in. Then I did something quite um, experimental and I added something. I became one of those really irritating people that adds um, a comment to a recipe online. Did you? Try I, it with. Try it with. I'm just trying to work out what you put in. Oh, what, Bit of chilli? Bit of chilli? No, 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 Judith. Beyond. Uh, no, I put peanuts in. And how did that go down? Well, I forgot to ask if anybody at the table had an allergy, but fortunately, because I had, I had girlfriends around, you know, I had a nephew with a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And, um, and she's only tiny. Oh, so Four, she might well have she been might peanut well, al- yeah, al- but allergy. Fortunately, she hasn't got that She's one. still alive. She's still there. Oh, that's she's, good. She lasted the lunch. Oh, that's good. Um, but the, the exhaustion of the, the cabbage cutting was quite something. Well a, well, a white cabbage goes a long way. Three three white cabbages well, might three, up and that Judith. really is buckets of it. Well, I le- was left with two white cabbages. I bet you were. I thought, I cannot face making coleslaw again ever <laughs> in my life. <laughs> By the time this goes out, of course, it'll be a bit dated, but of course, we have a new icon, don't we? You're talking about the woman with the Brenda. brooch? Yeah, Brenda. Is she called Brenda? Is that Brenda her first Hale. name? <gasps> she was impressive, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, when she did that, when she reported yes. that the proroguing the Supreme was illegal. Court. Supreme High Court. None of your High Court nonsense. No, head of, head of all of those judges. Uh, yeah, and do you know, she didn't even have to wear a wig or any robes or anything. She just had a little black jacket on with a great big fuck-off spider brooch. <laughs> great big Diamante spider I know, like that. I know, it's gorgeous, And then by lunchtime, all the gifts had come through on my phone, on my social media, about all her brooches. And she has quite a large collection of brooches. Does she? Yes, a lot of flora and fauna. There's a big caterpillar one, and there's a fox one, and flowers, and all sorts. That's her sort of style thing. It's totally lovely. Lovely. And and, uh, this is quite, there's a great link into our guest, actually, because she's flora and fauna. Yep. We've got Emma Mitchell coming in to talk to us about her. Yes, I know. It's rare for me to do that. Yeah. She's got this beautiful book. Oh, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Beautiful illustrations. The Wild Remedy, um, which has got a lovely little thing from Sue Perkins, you know, an affirmation. This is a beautiful, beautiful book, and I can't recommend it enough. Sue Perkins. Now, we like her, Mm -hmm. even though we're very jealous. And I know you've got to go to China. But you want to have a look at her Japan documentary. Yeah, people say it's very good. Yeah. Do you think Lovely. that you were meant to go to Japan rather than... Mm. Do you think that's what you're meant to do? I might have rushed into China quite... Do you think... I, yeah. do, I, do, I do rush in rather, but yes, I know what you mean. Might have enjoyed Japan more, mightn't I? Well, there's... Too late now, Jenny. I want to talk about, to Emma about this religion that they have, uh, which I think is very suitable for you and I. I've written it down in a is book. Is this the nature therapy thing? It's Shintoism. I think it's called Shintoism. I'm just finding my notebook. That's the biggest bag. How can you find anything in that bag, Jenny? For God's sake. Shintoism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so watch uh, Sue's documentary. And it's basically about finding peace and a type of religion through nature. And the other thing she met were these women, and they were all about over 80, and they uh, free dive for... um, Shellfish, really? Yeah, and they can go. They can help. They're called the Amma, and they're very famous. And they wear wetsuits. In the old days, they didn't even wear wetsuits. And they free dive 
you know, feet and feet and feet, 40 feet down to get yeah. these shellfish and they really? just hold their own breath. No scuba equipment, no nothing. So why are they so aged? Is that just because it's, it's something that they've been doing for a long time and they're the last people to do it? Uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. People start doing it when they're older. Never. And they keep doing it through their 80s up to sort of until they die, more or less. Good heavens. And then they all strip off and warm themselves up in front of a fire and slap each other's buttocks Ooh. and all that. You would love I it. It's so, so need to you. go there, don't I? Yeah. But also there's that, you know, all the kind of tree therapy. What do they call yes, it? Nature therapy. Forest bathing. Forest bathing. That's what Sue did. Yeah, I know. I fancy that, a bit of yeah, that. Listen, we're just going to tell, just very quickly before Go Emma on. comes in, we're going to, just going to tell our audience this, just so that they know. And I know it doesn't matter, but you and I, about four years ago, we devised a game show, didn't we? A panel show. We did. What was it called? I can't. I actually can't remember what it was mm, called. Something. Yeah. What was it called? Something. Something about views, wasn't it? Outsta- areas of outstanding beauty. It was yeah. Called. Something like that. Um, yeah. But it was basically a quiz about nature. Yeah, it was. And I we know. offered it to everybody. We took it to everybody, and we got rejection <sighs> after rejection after rejection. Anyway, there's a new quiz about nature coming mm. onto Radio Four. And it's, it's not by us. It's calling. It's calling. It? Sue's got it. And I mean, I if anybody it's else is going to get idea. the jobs that we would like, yeah, we'll allow Sue Perkins because yeah, we like about, we love her just actually. About. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying though, isn't it? So it's upsetting to do this, but yeah. we have to get over it. Yeah, yeah. Do we have to get over it? a little bit? We have to. Yeah. We have to get over it for now because we've got a guest coming, in, so we have to put a brave face on now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, we've got a guest that's come in. Judith, what's she done for us? She's what? only gone and given us a tub of coleslaw <laughs> each. Just not How a, thrilled. Now, this we've is been so across London, this coleslaw. Now, hold on. We've got. We've <sighs> taken the Tupperware lids off. And, and we're having a look at that. Lockable tub, Tupperware as well. Know, she's given us not only a tub of coleslaw, but she's yeah. given us the tub. Because we can't eat all this all mm. in one go. Hold on. What do you think? That's for you to take home. Mm. It's got cheese in Emma. it as well. Bloody yeah. hell. I want to this is oh, extraordinary, wow. isn't is it? it? Well, it's got a little this bit. This is of proper. Cheese. This is posher than the Marks and Spencer's cheese coleslaw, which is a taste sensation. Well, but you see, that's what I was aiming for because I remember you crack cabbage. Your ep- yes, crack yeah. cabbage. Getting up in the night, it was so good. So I thought, right, I've never heard of this cheesy phenomenon. There was a, there's um, a coleslaw that is legend in Cambridgeshire. Right? Okay. The pub's now closed, but it, it made it it gave you a pot of coleslaw. As it would, in the same way as it, it would give you like a little pot of olives, and this really? coleslaw was a taste of coleslaw. astonishing, mm. and it had little bits of apple and it had fennel seeds. So I put a few in. Judith's good on fennel seeds. Emma's 
This is amazing. Like, you did I sort of made it up. Law. You made it up. Oh, are we allowed to save it for later? Of course, you don't have to stop your face with oh. it all now. No, but I could. I mean, I could just go for it. And actually, the whole thing, that is absolutely delicious. I'm thrilled to bits. And I'm, I'm very taken with these little Mitt-Mars. round yes, Tupperware. Trouble is, You're not going to see these again. Oh, you no, realise that. Are for you, because it's a, it's a little kind of, you know, It's a proper present. It's a thank you present for inviting me on. Oh, um, these are very great pleasure, because we've got a copy of your book each as well. Which lovely. Is, it's such a beautiful book. Book, the mm. Wild Remedy. Uh, let's talk to you about the mixture of mental health and uh, nature and how nature has helped you. Yeah. Let's start with the mental health stuff. What What do you suffer from? Okay, so I was first diagnosed with depression and anxiety and quite severe. Mm. Back in 1992, I was really... I was how a, old? I was a nipper, so I was about 19, 20. Yeah. Really young. Is this first time away from home going to university? And... It wasn't. I was, I'd was. i already been there a couple of years, but something really tricky happened. Mm-hmm. I had to care for a family member. I had to be his carer while I was still doing my exams, and mm-hmm. it was too much. Was Did too you much. manage to get through your exams? I. It took me five years to do my degree, in, and it was only a three-year degree. So they were very kind, and they said, look, you're really, really ill. Go and get... You're going to have to go and get treatment. Yeah. Um, and it was... It doesn't sound like that long ago, but actually the openness about mental health that is in place now mm-hmm. really wasn't the case then. And um, it was it was really tricky. Things, what was your degree? It was natural sciences. Oh, that sounds like uh, a nice one. What do you do in natural sciences? Just sounds to us like you just have a big nature table and you just pass acorns around. There was quite around. a lot of that. I did a lot of peering at scorpions. Yeah. I went on a f- gorgeous field trip to Pembrokeshire and we peered at some really excellent crabs. Yeah. I was really into cells and DNA, mm-hmm. so there's quite a lot of microscopic stuff, but also studying how a cell differentiates. So, you know, you get an, an, um, a fertilised embryo. How do you build a tadpole? How do you build a frog or a human from that? I mean, the, 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 nature always starts with tadpoles, doesn't it? If you've got a six-year-old and you're trying yeah. to introduce them to kind of how stuff works, the tadpole is like one of the miracles that happens every day. It is. It's one of the maddest things ever. It is. Tadpoles and butterflies, caterpillars to butterflies, how the fuck? Right, exactly. So I, I write, um, I'm one of the writers for the Guardian Country Diary, right? And the, yeah. what, the last piece I wrote was a few weeks ago. It was about getting some tadpoles from a pal, and I, I dug a tiny pond in our in our garden, and we put the tadpoles in, and they were wiggling around. And my girls are my daughters are about 11, 11 and thirteen, and mm. they were just astonished by it. Even though they've got mobile phones and they've got tablets and yeah and Instagram and this and that, they were they were just kept going. What what's the, what are the tadpoles doing? And then cut to a few weeks later they grew legs and they were like bloody hell that's yeah. amazing and then the first little frog hopped out and my, and my whole pe- they're inc- bl- mind-blowingly tiny yeah. like an exquisite little brooch like yeah. lady like lady hell's brooch you know but, all <laughs> but the, a tiny one smaller yeah um and that's what i wrote about because that was what hooked me nature is something we all take for granted and it's yes. something we have to now and again everyone needs to be stopped and and just everyone needs to go and look at something and marvel at it yeah just just a bird flying i was i was with my friend I've, i'm starting a podcast and i recorded my first episode yesterday i was in stretton common with my friend lev and we were just watching these magpies and then we suddenly thought they're flying and that in itself is, is um, especially is with a the magpie because they're big well, they are. They're heavy. And, yeah, and they have evolved to fly. I mean, I'm, I think there's always a human envy, isn't there? But yeah, I think marvelling at nature can really help you because it sort of, it connects you with something outside 
politics or yeah, daily yeah. stresses or to-do lists and that's that's what I do I have to do it every day in order I, to keep myself well I'm I so connected with 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 this book and what you're saying you're Did both you? saying and and I think as I've got older it's become much more important to me but I mean what struck me about your book was I mean do you know I think you got to the heart of it because you said that nature gives you the solace that you, you, you sort of expected or, or might have anticipated in a church. Yes. And I think solace is such a good word, isn't it? It is that there is something about it which is, you know, healing, important, which makes you But do not calmer, think brighter. If, no, if we got rid of religion and we went over to the more Japanese, I don't know whether you've been watching Sue Perkins' I've Japan thing, uh, Shintoism, yes. which I don't totally understand what the how, how big Shintoism is and what it actually involves but it seems to be a religion of nature yes and it involves forest bathing (laughs) tell us about forest bathing how we do it in this country i was so excited to see sue perkins do that because well in this country it's still sort of more like it's more like articles in the guardian and Mm -hmm. but when you do go out for 15 but it's about 15 minutes 10 15 minutes is when you start to actually get a biochemical effect in your body and in your brain as well um and the japanese um that became a really big government promoted um, movement in Japan in the very early 80s and that's I think one of one of the uh, forest bathing trails is what Sue went on yeah. I go out there's a little wood behind our cottage it's I live in a tiny village in Cambridgeshire it's a really young wood it's only about 20 years old so that it's not like this ancient um, bit of forest that we were in on Streatham Common yesterday but it doesn't really matter if you you're in a green space, even in your garden. Within 15 minutes, your blood pressure drops. Mm. Your and all of this is backed up by the the Japanese who realised people were feeling better both if they had physical or mental illness if they went into a forest. So they they cottoned onto this decades ago, and then they dove into it with proper peer reviewed academic research. Right. And so yeah, these are the things they found out. Right. Blood pressure drops. Your um, pulse rate drops. And your stress hormone level drops as well. So there's something called cortisol that we release if you if you've got like awful deadlines. You're trying to get to the airport and you you can't get there. And there's, there's so a, the panic that kind of awful hormone. feeling yeah. of being overwhelmed and you can't. You, you've got lost control of mm-hmm. of you know maybe the things you've got to do in a day or someone's poorly that you know and you're having to visit them in hospital and you can see them they're coming to the end of their life or something horrifically stressful is happening. You will be releasing cortisol all the time. Whereas if you go outside walking in a, just take a brew into your garden and I know you I've, I've been to your house you've got that lovely little patch at she the back. calls it a yard Judith says your yard because oh, it's, it's tiny but there is green space I have got three oh they're thin trees silver birches oh and beautiful they do give me great joy actually just uh, because there is green. I do look out of my window and I can see green. I do understand. Judith has a proper garden, a beautiful garden. Yes, with you see you. Trees Now, I'm that. having a... You see, things. as you're describing this scene, what's going through my mind is a bit of a spoil. Because I'm thinking, yeah, that's great and that's fine. And sometimes that does happen to me. Mm. On the other hand, often I walk into my garden and I think, well, that needs weeding. Oh, no. And that needs okay. cutting back. And if I don't do that soon, that's going to fall I down. Know. I know. You and know? that is that's the problem. If you've got... a a good a big garden and yeah. you're, you've, it's quite well, well maintained it can actually become part of the to-do list rather exactly. than housework part outside of the solace whereas so therefore maybe a walk in the park from the garden. <laughs> yes. or 
you know, what I've done this year is I've let my garden go quite wild because if you get allow w- more wildlife to come to your garden, you actually get a more intense effect. Rewild it, you? Judith, like the archers yes. are doing. As in slash leave it alone. Yeah, leave it. Abandon and then you get it. a meadow and then you get all the butterflies and all the sort did, of creatures coming. I've heard, I think... I can't. I've been counting them because I'm a. I'm a bit of a geek. Yeah. I, I, I really tuned into my bees in the garden this this year. I think I've had about seventeen or eighteen species, and that is partly from just letting it be a bit more wild and woolly. There's another kind of bee, the cutting, the leaf cutting oh, bee. Yes, I've had those. I, I have set up a leaf hotel, and there's no more. Hold room. on, wait oh, a no, minute. A, a, a bee hotel. hotel. A bee hotel. A bee hotel. Sorry. Bee ho- yeah, sorry. Right. No. Well, even, like, what do you mean you set up a bee hotel? You well, can do like it so a, easily. It looks like a little hive, but it's got little holes drilled in it. Yeah. And I honestly didn't think that I would get anything. But although I am quite in a rural place, so I, I, I put a post yeah. up in my yeah. be, in my flower bed, and it's got little wooden. It's got a little roof. It's got little wooden um, holes in it, right? And yeah. they are there. The leafcutter bees, I thought, this is a fiction. I didn't really believe that they'd come. But they cut little circles, as, as Jenny would say, from a rose leaf or all kinds of different bushes. Yeah. And they make a little cigar of leaves and they stick it together with glue that they make from the, they make this sort of have spitty glue and they make a sort of pesto and they stick all the they yeah. craft incredible craftsmanship they make these little cigars and then they lay their eggs and make a little sort of um cake of pollen and, and they put these in the holes that you've drilled in your yeah. in your bee hotel that's right what i, I like is that uh, it, this isn't just for country types. You can no. go, as you said, you were in Streatham yesterday. Yes. And that, I mean, Streatham isn't particularly well known for its forest land, but it has a forest. That common is, it's beautiful. And it's apparently, there's a little patch of woodland on Streatham Common, and we walk through it, that is hundreds of years old. It's like a little scrap of ancient wood. And it's dense and it's astonishing. And, and Lev has seen like woodpeckers and tree creepers and all kinds of Were there of a lot of used there. condoms on the floor? Oh, heck. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was looking for condoms. Well, she's looking but then up. I'm a simple soul. <laughs> she's, Judith, she's looking up at the nature. She's down at the used condoms, is condoms. she? She's got... No. Why, why, do, why do forests... I mean, why are they more powerful than other things? Why do people always talk about tree bathing? If Forest that, what, bathing. Is that what you say? Well, yeah. I think when you've got a wood or a mm. collection of trees, you've usually got like an understory as well. So you'll have like bracken and you'll have all kinds of other plants underneath so it's it's the density of both plants and animals in one place that has a real effect so there are papers that show and it's quite new research that if the the diversity of wildlife is higher in a particular green place in your in your garden or in a wood then the effect it has on your biochemistry and on your mood anxiety and and mood um will is more intense so if there's more bees more plants in one particular area, in a unit area, yeah. it has a more intense effect um, and better effect on our mental health. I've never seen so many butterflies as this year. I, I mean, agree. it's just a mad year for butterflies. I agree. I think there seems to have been more. Have you seen them in your I think your that more or? people... I think people are gradually catching on to the fact that uh, even in a crappy yard, <laughs> you can, you can have <laughs> some pots of stuff that will bring... Um, butterflies oh, without and, doubt you know it, you yeah. only need about three or four things and yeah. you will suddenly see a real change in what you get in your back garden so i'm going to ask you a question okay i bought a hollyhock which gave me great joy throughout the summer oh, because it just kept flowering and flowering and it became quite tall you know so at least five foot high yes now it's dead. It's a brown stick okay. with all these brown lumps on it. And I know the lumps contain seeds. They do. 
I don't have soil in my yard, uh, but will this dead hollyhock come back in its pot or what? That's a good question. Probably, right? <laughs> You're... It's the best four quid I've ever probably. spent. Probably. Uh, it'll probably come up back from the base, but those lumps, yeah. open the lumps, get those little discs of seeds out, yeah. just pop them in one or two of your other pots. You've how many po- Have you got a few pots? I've got a few pots, but I don't want to strangulate. I can't put them in with the roses because I think they oh, might okay. strangle the roses. But uh, okay. I could. I have pots. The other thing I was thinking of doing, and is this all right? But I think it is, and I, I think other people are doing it right uh, around where I live. And that is a sort of guerrilla gardening thing and taking seeds out. And there are uh, borders near bus stops which uh, sort of got a bit of soil near and all that kind of thing. And I've got uh, a a big tree outside my house. It's got a little patch of soil. And I was thinking of just surreptitiously doing... Oh, yes, you should. Putting some of your seeds in there. Yeah, nice idea. What you could do is do a little bit of kind of... Surreptitious trialling and a bit of rig, put a bit of compost in. Yeah, but, and okay. Then put your hollyhock seeds and you'll have a beautiful display on the tree. Because at the Elephant and Castle, somebody's actually done this and I was on a bus once and I literally, well, I nearly shat myself because <laughs> there was this display of hollyhocks that was in a, a community children's uh, playground and it was just surrounded by holly. It was encircled by wild hollyhocks and it's like a concrete, it's concrete. Yes. So they grow... Through yes, hollyhocks are amazing. They're, They're very, very um, stubborn. They're and real survivors. Yes. Yeah. And I ask you a question. Yeah. How, how's your lupin doing? My lupin died. <laughs> I have to say, oh, um, oh I painted it though. So Did you? you know, I have okay. it in. It's there in acrylics. I see. So you sort of you commemorated. It yeah, well. yeah. I'm doing quite a lot. I mean, both Judith and I are painting, and we are one of our favourite things is Flowers. the floral still oh, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I've done a few. Yes, oh, this, they are yes. amazing. These are the the, the um, this uh, the book, the Wild Remedy. Sorry, glasses on, glasses off, is um, illustrated inside. There's some black and white, some ink drawings, and some lovely, very delicate watercolour, um, and some gorgeous photos as well. Did you do that, for instance, the I gold did, crest? That's watercolour of the gold crest. <gasps> yeah, they yeah. are so beautiful. I, Emma. I did it after Absolutely I would, I would go and stunning. walk, and I'd see. You know, yeah. things in the garden or yeah. in, in wherever I was walking, and oh, then I and I've took those photographs as well. What we try to do with the book is but there's evidence to show that if you're lo- even if you're just looking at images of nature, um, you will have it will have an effect really? on, on anxiety. This is yes, extraordinary. I know. Again, it's it's the, the academic research is really fast moving on this because it's 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 something we can really mm. it doesn't cost anything. You just get your wellies on or you know and go outside. Um, but yeah, if you look at something on your tablet or on your phone, that's why I try and make these beautiful photos for Instagram and Twitter. Because um, not everyone can get out, can they? No, you know? exactly. So what I've tried to do here is if someone's really, really low, really down, and I've had many, many days like that when you, I just can't get off the settee, the depression's so bad. I've tried to take them, take the reader there, but also to soothe them with the images. So... Yeah, the ang- your anxiety can really drop if you're looking at a beautiful po- photo. But, so of, you, of I mean, part of the your uh, self-medicating, how to, you make yourself feel better. Mm. There's the going outside for walks and and that sort of thing. You yes. have a dog. You also paint. Yes, but you also are um, a, a craft queen. I, I yes. Well, <laughs> no. I I like to make. I did bring um, some show and tell. Oh yes, please. Yes, you please. are so in the club, Emma. Oh, Can yeah. I just say that yes. you are becoming a senior member of the club? I teach workshops. Yeah. 
Um, this is a silversmithing that you do. It's it's not quite smithing. Um, I've never learned how to smith. This is this silver clay, which is an astonishing thing. You start off with this lump of grey stuff that looks like blue tack that's having a really mm. off day. And then you make a mould with silicone, um, a two-part silicone moulding gum, and you press nature finds into it, so like a little cockle shell or whatever. Oh, yes. Um, and you get the most beautiful imprints of plants. Mm-hmm and shells and things mm. and that's what I teach but I brought an example of it to sh- for you to, sh- to see Daisy will take a photograph of this and put it up and this is um, forget-me-nots from my garden but when they've gone to seed oh isn't that pretty it's a disc it's a sort of about two inch uh, flattened oval of um, forget-me-nots in a silver disc isn't that pretty Judith look at that Emma this is so I see she wants one I was going to bring you the whole bag of sort of demo pieces you wouldn't have got you. them all back we've got coleslaw we've just been raiding I'd love to do one of your courses are you oh, still I'd doing them to teach you. yes I actually offered offered to come and teach you in 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 here in the studio but, uh, mm-hmm. but it, would have, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't yeah, have been ideal no. but look at this you see Judith that two people in my life have tried to teach me to crochet, crochet. one is you I was a bit crap and is what the other's me Emma tried I and did. even she couldn't I still haven't got funny, it. It's it's um that's lovely. It's like a muffler, isn't it's it? Like it's a, a cowl, yeah. A cowl it's inspired neck. by the wild fennel that grows in the fennel. Hold it up, Jenny. I can't I'm see. holding it up, Judith. Oh, isn't Look that at lovely. That. Everything is so awful. Politics is oh, so awful. God. Everyone's so depressed. Everyone can barely bear to look at the news or the television. Yes. And I do think that more and more craft and nature are the only things we have that can help. Yes, and I, I agree. I believe totally in in, in both these things and you, you're combining them together and I genuinely believe that children they should have a nature table I agree they with have, you it, uh, or, or just time spent outside I mean the forest schools are so effective at helping children who've had, who are in really difficult situations. Are these the ones where they don't let them come inside? Um, well, no, for a forest school, is, it, it tends to be just like um, maybe an hour a week right. or half an hour a week. Because there are a few schools around the world where basically all lessons are taught outside. Oh, that's oh, a bit that's quite, that does sound lovely. You would have loved oh, it. Oh, I'd have adored that. I always loved it when lessons were outside. On the Those other hand, my favourite days. I'd, I'd, I would never have gone to school. <laughs> so we have to wind this up. You've got to get a train back to Cambridgeshire. Uh, Judith's got to go back to Oxfordshire. Oh, we've got uh, to eat our coleslaw. We've got... Uh, this is going... I've got burgers <gasps> for tonight. The, oh, perfect. perfect. This is so perfect oh, as an accompaniment. Because yes. I thought I might have to go to the shops. I no longer have to go to the shops. It's just such I a I might joy. just have my neat. <laughs> Fantastic. Emma, thank you so much. Eat it with a hand. She's a pig with a coleslaw. We've had a lovely day. Thank you very much indeed. We really do love the book. We love what you've talked about. Thank you. And we very much appreciate the coleslaw. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's been a great privilege to come on. If you enjoy Older and Wider and would like to support the podcast, please like, subscribe and share. Tell your friends about it. We need some more subscribers and reviews. You find us on iTunes. Mind you, if you're not listening to this, you know... (laughs) Kind of fighting a losing battle. No, it's not. Come on. You can email the show at olderwiderpod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, should you fancy that, at Jenny Eclair. And me on Grey at Grey Pride UK. I never know what my Twitter handle is. Is that what it's called, a Twitter handle? Whenever you see you say Grey Pride, I always imagine you as a big proud squirrel. (laughs) Big proud grey squirrel sitting there proudly. Yes, busying away. Yeah, with a nut, a great nut. (laughs) 
ドラッチャイバー。Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.